0: American Catholic History is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give.
1: Hello and welcome to American Catholic History. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate us and give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Noelle Heaster Crow. And I'm Tom Crow. Today, we're talking about a man who never actually set foot on the North American continent. At least he never traveled here physically, but he had a significant personal impact on American soldiers in World War II. We're talking about St. Pio of Petrolchina more commonly known as Padre Pio.
0: Yes, we're going a little afield to feature someone who isn't an American and never set foot on these shores, but these stories are too good not to include in an episode.
1: Okay, so let's begin with a little background on who Padre Pio is or was and why he is so significant.
0: Right, so Padre Pio was born in 1886, and by his 20th birthday, he was a Capuchin Franciscan friar. By his mid-20s, he was experiencing the stigmata. Which is? Which is experiencing the wounds of Christ in his hands, feet, and sides, participating in this agony with bloody wounds, and it lasted most of his life, and feeling the pain of it.
1: Right, but this wasn't the only major mystical gift that he exhibited.
0: No, he also was reported to levitate and to exhibit being in ecstasy, which is a sort of stupor that can happen in prayer when a person is so united to God that they appear absent from their own body and are not responsive to stimuli.
1: And as if that wasn't enough...
0: Right. He would also bilocate.
1: Right. Bilocation is when a person appears to be in a second place from where their body is physically located. And this is the spiritual gift that figures most prominently in our first story about him.
0: Sure. So, by World War II, he was a friar at the Monastery of Our Lady of Grace in San Giovanni Rotondo, Italy. He was known to bear the stigmata, he was known to be one who could read souls, and he was known to be a very holy man.
1: And he made a very important promise to the people of San Giovanni Rotondo.
0: Right. He promised them that no bad thing would befall their tiny town during the war.
1: This was an important promise because Italy was allied with Germany and the Germans had a store of munitions near San Giovanni Rotondo, which the Allies wanted destroyed.
0: Right. So here's where we get to the meat of our episode. Once the Americans were within striking distance of Italy, they started sending bombing runs to destroy various German installations and weapons caches in Italy. One of their targets became San Giovanni Rotondo. They sent multiple bombers on multiple runs, but none of them was successful. They all reported malfunctions of one sort or another. Some said they had gotten to San Giovanni, but then the bomb doors wouldn't open, or there'd be some malfunction in the gear that actually released the bombs. Others said they had malfunctions that threw their plane off course, so they never actually made it to the targets.
1: But the most dramatic were those who reported seeing a monk in the sky in front of their plane, waving his arms and directing them away from San Giovanni.
0: Yes, and enough different pilots reported similar enough stories about a small guy in brown actually appearing in front of their planes that eventually General Nathan Twining went on a bombing run himself to see what was up.
1: Now, Twining was not Catholic.
0: No, Twining was Protestant. But sure enough, he saw the Flying Monk and agreed that maybe they shouldn't drop their bombs on San Giovanni Rotondo. After the war was over, Twining, who by this time had heard about Padre Pio, visited the Monastery of Our Lady of Grace, As soon as Padre Pio entered the room, Twining recognized him as the flying monk, and Padre Pio immediately recognized Twining. Padre Pio came over and said to Twining, So it was you who wished to do away with all of us.
1: Now the thing is, Padre Pio didn't speak English, and Twining didn't speak Italian or Latin, but Twining understood every word that Padre Pio spoke.
0: Twining, who would become the general in charge of the U.S. Air Force, and then eventually the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, would also eventually become Catholic.
1: And Padre Pio kept his promise to the people of San Giovanni Rotondo. The town was never bombed during World War II. All he had to do was bilocate and levitate at the same time. Well,
0: if you can appear to be somewhere your body is not, why not appear to be up in the sky? Sure.
1: And another really incredible story involves more than just appearing to people in the sky. It involves intervening in their plummeting to Earth at 148 miles per hour.
0: Which is terminal velocity for human body. Yes, and that is a very dramatic story that normally has an abrupt ending.
1: (laughs) So funny. I try. Uh Uh-huh. Of course, if your mother has been begging Padre Pio to intercede for you...
0: Yes, the story of the importunate widow comes to mind. She must have asked for this favor a lot.
1: Right, or St. Monica and St. Augustine, right? Mm -hmm. So what actually happened here?
0: Well, as the story is told, a pilot in the Pacific Theater was flying his bomb-laden airplane toward a target. But before he could drop his load, a Japanese attack plane hit the bomber. This particular pilot managed to get out before the plane exploded, but his parachute wouldn't deploy. He was a goner, falling to earth.
1: Until a friar came out of nowhere, embraced him in midair, and set him safely on the ground outside his base.
0: He had no idea who the friar was, and since the people back at base knew his plane had been shot down, they couldn't believe he was there telling them this story. It wasn't until he was back home in the States that he saw a picture of Padre Pio that his mother had. He immediately said that that was the friar who had saved him. His mother said that she had sent entreaties to Padre Pio to keep her son safe.
1: And he did. Yes, he did. And you have one more story about Padre Pio and American servicemen during World War II. You heard this story from Cardinal Timothy Dolan back when he was still Archbishop of Milwaukee, and he gave a retreat at Mount St. Mary Seminary while you were a seminarian.
0: Yeah, I, I love stories like this, so it stuck with me. So, some Americans at the end of the war were stationed not too far from San Giovanni Rotondo. Of the small group who were good buddies, two or three were Catholic, and a few were not. So one particular time when they got leave for a day or two, the Catholic buddies decided to head to the monastery where they would meet Padre Pio. The non-Catholics were less enthused about the particular destination, but they were happy just to leave base for a day or two. During the audience with Padre Pio, which was supposed to be handled with utmost decorum and respect, one of the non-Catholics suddenly blurted out, Show us your wounds! There was a gasp, and then the room got silent. No one ever demanded to see the wounds of the stigmata. But Padre Pio didn't get indignant or embarrassed. He calmly walked back over to the man and said to him, Show me yours. The man said, I don't have wounds. You're the one who has these wounds everyone talks about, so show them to us. Padre Pio replied that, yes, he had those wounds. He didn't know why, but that he knew that that man had wounds too and that he needed to show them. And then Padre Pio led that young man, who again was not Catholic, to a confessional where... Even though it may not have been a sacramental confession, the young man poured out his guts to the Holy Friar, and not only burying his own soul of his sins, but also just pouring out the ugliness he'd seen in battle, the loss of his buddies, and the pain he'd been carrying around from his experiences. Padre Pio had the ability to read souls, and he knew this man had some stories to tell.
1: And Padre Pio received them all and helped that man heal. He too became Catholic. Padre Pio died in 1968 and was canonized by Pope John Paul II in 2002. His body lies in a glass sarcophagus in the crypt at his shrine in San Giovanni Rotondo. His shrine is one of the most popular pilgrimage sites on earth, and to this day, many miracles are attributed to St. Pio's intercession. You've been listening to American Catholic History on the StarQuest Production Network. If you've been enjoying our podcast, Please help us out by giving us a five-star rating and a good review and support the work of SQPN. Your support at sqpn.com slash give helps make sure American Catholic history and all of the StarQuest podcasts remain available. To learn more about Padre Pio, to find previous episodes, and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash history. You can email us at history at sqpn.com or find us on social media at facebook.com slash American Catholic History or follow StarQuest on Twitter at sqpn. I'm Noel Heaster Crow
0: And I'm Tom Crow.
1: Thank you once again for joining us on American Catholic History on StarQuest. <laughs> and Padre Rep- Repio. 3PO. Excuse Padre me. 3PO.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm never going to be able to hear that name again without hearing. Oh, it's Padre 3 Oh no. <laughs> what have we done?